0: Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events, and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Clouds have been terrifying people since the beginning of mankind. Today, myself, Jesse, and Dave will be reviewing one of the movies that helps perpetuate this stereotype within the circus community. Welcome, everybody, to another Hometown Ghost Stories horror movie review, where we are going to be covering the 2017 version of Stephen King's It. I am your host, Rob. Along with me, as always, is Jesse. What's going on? And Dave. What's happening? All right, so we're covering the movie It, and I don't know about you guys, but I have a gigantic fear of clowns. Uh, based off of probably the first horror movie I've ever seen. I, I brought this up a few times. The first horror movie I remember seeing was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But not too, too long after that was the original It movie that came out in the early 90s, I believe.
1: Yeah, it was 1990. Yeah, so
0: were you guys brought, like, did you guys see that as children or did you start with this one?
1: I saw it when, I don't think I saw it when it came out, but I saw it in the 90s. I mean, I was pretty young in 1990. I think I was like in first grade. Didn't see it then, but I definitely saw it when I was, I think when I was in middle school was when I first saw it. And I thought it was pretty scary, but I never had like um, a natural fear of clowns. Like, it, it, clowns don't really scare me. Like, I know everybody has their thing, mm. but uh, for me, it, it wasn't clowns for me. What about you, Jesse?
2: No, not only was I not afraid of clowns as a child, but, um, I think it was in like first grade or kindergarten. We we're all like drawing these little hobby things on what we're going to be when we grow up. And I drew a clown. I'm like, I'm going to be a clown. And um, yeah. and I went home and my dad self-fulfilling was self-fulfilling like, <laughs> prophecy. Yeah, my, my dad was like, no, you're not. It's not something <laughs> that you can aspire to be. But that was a real serious dude. My mother used to get mad at, mad at him because we'd be at the dinner table. and My mother would be like quizzing us and you no, know, just trying to make us smart. Like, What's four plus four? My dad would be eating his dinner would just go, eight. He's <laughs> <was> like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, bro, dad true story i'm not even I make shit up. but no I, I wasn't really afraid of clowns i do remember i do remember seeing um pieces of the movie it and i did think it was pretty scary obviously that was the original today we're talking about the 2019 one right yeah 17 2000, 2017 correct yes. sorry i'm confusing that with the pet cemetery which is i think is the next one that we're going to
1: do before we jump well, too much into it chapter two might have been 2019 i'm not sure off the top of my head right now right yeah it might be might be
2: um before we jump too far into it just let everybody know this will be a spoiler filled review so if you haven't seen this one yet uh go check it out
0: yeah so i just want to stick with the old one real real
1: quick have you guys gone back and watched that one at any point i've watched it a few times because it's a classic and then i i I read the book i wanted to go back and rewatch the movie and um yeah i have
0: what about you jesse
1: i haven't seen it in a long time
0: but i will It is so bad. But there's like this weird thing because Tim Curry is still terrifying in it. Like all the scenes with Tim Curry as Pennywise is relatively scary still. But everything around that is like awful. The first half
1: of the movie was fine. It was the second half that I thought really sucked. The adults were real bad. Real, real bad. The kids were okay.
0: I mean, it's just, it's the way it's shot. It was a made for TV thing. The budget was low the actors like even alan um oh my god what's his name not i was gonna say alan rickman but that's wrong the guy from, no the tim curry's Pennywise. i was talking about the guy from three's company that was in it he was in oh uh john ritter yeah john ritter so john ritter was even bad in it because everyone was bad in it that was yeah. an adult so i don't think we're ever going to cover that one but that movie did terrify me as a kid tim curry is still terrifying but let's jump into this 2019 one dave do you have a
1: synopsis for us it chapter one directed by andy machete based on the book it by stephen king seven young outcasts in derry maine are about to face their worst nightmare an ancient shape-shifting evil that emerges from the sewer every 27 years to prey on the town's children Banding together over the course of one horrifying summer, the friends must overcome their own personal fears to battle the murderous, bloodthirsty clown known as Pennywise. So, uh, as we already have begun discussing, uh, we didn't love the original It movie, and I don't know if you guys read the book. Um, The book was hit or miss for me. But this was phenomenal. I am a huge fan of It Chapter 1, and a lot of it had to do with the acting. Actually, well, I mean, all around, this movie I thought was great. I thought it was shot really well. Uh, this had some of the most horrifying imagery in any modern horror movie that I can think of. It's right up there. Top 10 easy as far as, just as far as like, just terrifying imagery. The acting was good. We, it was pretty much all kid acting in this movie. There were a few adults, but not even that many. So it was pretty much all on the kids. And the kid actors they sold it, and they, they they really drove it home. So all these things together, you add Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, who I think he did at least as good as Tim Curry did in the original, and Tim Curry was the glue for the original movie. All of this together, I thought that it just came together as, a, as just a phenomenal movie, almost perfect, in my opinion.
0: Well, I think they do a good job of gripping you right away. The scene with Georgie in the boat, like, it's iconic already based on the book and then the remake and everything. And the way they interpreted it in this movie is terrifying. You get a real glimpse into Pennywise here. He's in the sewer. Um, you get a, They show you the eyes, right? So everything revolves around his eyes, what, what color they are, if they're that, like, amber glowing color or if they're blue, like, what's about to happen so that i think it just kickstarts the movie perfectly like it just grips you right away what about you jesse
2: i think it, yeah i think it was it was solid and like i said it's been a long time since i've seen the original but overall the kids did a really good job they were all really good actors you obviously you had um rich uh finn from strange Stranger so yeah. he was kind of like the the big you know the big actor in the uh among the kids, but honestly, I thought that... Uh, he wasn't
1: at the time, though, when this came out. Stranger Things was out, right?
2: Yeah, Stranger yeah. Things was out. So people people recognized him immediately from Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Fans of Stranger Things probably went to see this movie just to see him. So obviously, I think he, him and Bill Skarsgård were probably the big, two bigger stars that were in it. But I honestly thought the best kid actor was uh, Jaden Martell, who played Bill. He was the little kid who broke his arm in the movie. And I thought this kid was just a phenomenal actor. He played his role perfect, kind of the germaphobe. Um, freaking out about everything, a lot of swearing. the kids the kids were all really good. I don't think there was a bad actor really in the movie. The adults were played fine. Uh, a couple of the dads were like the bad guys, and they they played those really well. I thought the bullies were a little corny, but they're supposed to be. So mm-hmm. um, but overall, acting phenomenal, shot really well. And like you said, Dave, some of the imagery with like some of the horror stuff. Was phenomenal. Some of it I didn't think was super necessary, but obviously with the whole plot of the movie, it's playing off what you're afraid of. So if someone's afraid of zombies, you're going to have zombies in the movie. I just felt like zombies. That was my only thing where I'm like, it doesn't really need zombies.
1: Let's put something scarier in there. But but like over- you said, it was they're, they're, they're targeting each person and in their individual fear, right? Exactly. So the clown feeds off of fear. So he's using fear, like everyone's individual fear to, you know, prey on them. Exactly.
2: And... I thought the scene with Georgie, obviously everyone knows this, the iconic scene where he's chasing the boat in the rain. He's got the yellow jacket on. Mm. I don't know why I found this to be unbelievably sad. Like it broke my heart watching this this time. I don't know if it was the acting. I don't know if it was the music, the way it was shot, but this one just hit different. It was just so well done and it was depressing and I
1: just felt it. I was like, damn, this, this just made me sad as fuck, boy i agree it was almost too much it was like i was like i can't believe they did this they ripped the poor kid's arm off mm-hmm. and you just see him he flops in the street and he's just i agree with you and i i, I remember I, I watched it the first time i saw it i was shocked and i re-watched it recently for this review and i just i was still I was like man this like is almost too much just that right. one scene was and it was I, it's just kudos to you know this the screenwriter and the director and everyone who who put this scene together that it was like if when it you know when something hits you like that it's like that was intentional it was really well done
0: yeah, yeah sure. it, it tells you a lot about the town too because the woman is on her porch she hears something she goes and she looks at the puddle of blood and kind of just brushes it off because the town doesn't talk about what happens there for the most part the adults ignore it like mostly right so it, it helps tie all of that together um just to hit a quick point on the kid acting thing i watched an interview with bill Skarsgård after the original uh, the original after this movie came out and he was talking about doing a scene like one of the really brutal scenes and the kid that was the germaphobe with the overprotective mom he's like doing something where the kids got covered in blood and it's like this crazy horror scene and they yelled cut and afterwards the kid walks over to him and goes "That was a great scene bill let's do it again And I was just like, he's like, they were more professional than any other actors I've ever worked with um, before in my life. So you can kind of see that because, Jesse, you always talk about how kid actors are real, real hit or miss and usually miss. They found the right core to do this movie. And I know they're a little older, but they they really pull it all off. And it's a great job by the entire cast.
2: Completely. There, There isn't really one that I look at and I was like, oh, he wasn't great for the part. And we had mentioned this, I think, in a previous movie, where there was a kid with a stutter i don't remember which movie it was but in this movie the kid pulled off the stutter and conjuring too. conjuring too it was just i'm like you know it's a kid so you give him a pass but you know this kid nailed it so i was i was fine with his stutter yeah and um it, it was just yeah over overall i was, I was really impressed watching it back I, we, we had talked about it i had seen it like not that long ago mm-hmm. and i was like ah uh, i'm like i should watch it again i watched it again i was like i forgot how good this was really solid yeah. movie Before we move too
1: far away from that opening scene with Georgie there within the clown. And I think like part of the reason it was so disturbing is because they did some taboo stuff that you don't see in a lot of movies. Now, there are a lot of like very disturbing horror movies that do a lot of very disturbing things that sometimes we'll look at and be like, yeah, whatever, and we'll move on. What this one I think did that was different from other movies is they took a child. Now, it it wasn't the first time a horror movie killed off a child, right? They've done that. 90% of the time the kill comes off screen and 0% of the time do they dismember the child on screen. So that's what happened with this one. And I can't think of another reason, another instance where they actually like tore an arm or a limb off of a child like that. And you just watch him fall down into the street, into the rain. And I think that that's why this scene was so shocking and disturbing was because I can't think of another instance where we've seen that. And I've seen some fucked up horror movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those scenes that'll that'll sit you with sit with you forever. Another one that comes to mind would be, I don't know if it was Casino or a different uh, gangster movie where, what's his name there? Uh, Pesci, Joe Pesci has to like mm-hmm. watch his brother get beaten with a baseball bat, and like that oh, yeah, that, that one casino. just that sits with you forever, right? You'll never forget that scene. Yeah, but those were adults. But yeah, but right, yeah. but but just just because because you could feel that, and I don't know if this is just because I have a son. I don't know if it's because obviously I have a brother, several. You know, it's like when you put yourself in that position, you're like it just it hits you different well i'll never forget the scene in
0: human centipede too but we don't need to get into that
1: yeah (laughs) that one that one sticks out
0: yeah that one really sticks out one thing i want to hit on before we go further that you brought up dave is you talked about reading the book and one thing i thought that this movie did really well for book readers uh, was allude to events from the past that you go into detail in for the book so there is a there's a couple different chapters in the book about like things that happened when Pennywise was around in like the 1920s or the 19 like you know his every 29 27 year cycle whatever it is that have happened happen- that have happened and you see it depicted in different ways so there are actually two things happen in one scene where the boy that's in the the boy that doesn't go to school with all the other ones. I forget his name. The one Mike's, Mike, Mike. Yes. When Mike's in the alley and his like scare scene happens where you see the hands coming out of the doorway and they're on fire. And it's like this, this um, building that's ablaze. That is a callback to the book. This whole event gets talked about why it happened, how it happened in the book and why Pennywise was sort of like involved and while that fire is going on if you look at the mural on the wall next to it there is a a mural of a gangster surrounded by the police and that's another event that happens in the book that they believe is tied to Pennywise and I thought it was really good that there's little easter eggs like that throughout the movie that brings back certain things in the book that they Honestly, you can't go into all of this stuff in one movie or two movies to to hit no. on all this. The
1: book is like three Bibles. Yeah, and that's how long it is. It's just a it's a ridiculous. I mean, the book, the book's OK. It's not a great book, to be honest with you. It's not my favorite Stephen King book. They, I like that they did cover some of the things in the book. And I like how they didn't like cover. I, I like how, like you said, they covered it without really covering it. They kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, they kind of just Easter egged it. And I really like how they left out some of the really dumb shit in the book and yeah. some of the really like horrible stuff that they put they in They certainly
2: book. had to leave some of it out. There's <laughs> some things that uh, that we will yeah. question forever with Mr. Stephen King on that one, but... Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see what they is.
0: put into the series that's coming, Welcome to Derry, that... No chance. Not that scene, but I'm talking about, <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, the stuff that we were alluding to with the fire and the, the gangster shootout and what, right. what their avenue's going to be for that. So let's get into some of the scare scenes. Do you guys have any that were favorites? Some that didn't... That as good as this movie was, maybe some misses for you? Or did you like all of them?
1: In Chapter 1, I didn't have any that I disliked very much. And I didn't have any that were like, ooh, that one's my favorite. Chapter 2 had some that stand out um, that I liked very much. We won't get into them for this review. But uh, what I thought was they were all very good and we are usually very very critical of cgi and all of these scare scenes were cgi uh very little to no practical. i mean obviously there were some practical effects but everything yeah. was you know computer generated to to some degree and it was done really well i think for the most part there wasn't any any cgi scenes that i thought that really were like eh, cut that shit out i don't like it but um no
2: you're right for the, for the most part it was it, all, all of these scare scenes were Pretty well done. I thought the lady with like the weird shaped head was particularly creepy. i Like, um See, that's she, the one I didn't like. Which, well, here's what here's my think of it. She looked like a painting. Was she reflected in one of these paintings around one of these kids' houses or something? Does she, anyone know if that was? She was the painting. So if you remember, okay, um, that's what I figured and, because I thought that she looked like a painting.
1: So that was what he yeah. was afraid of. I then, think right? that was intentional. I think that that was not. Like, a, oh, that was a crappy attempt at CGI. I thought that that was, it was intentionally looked like this abstract painting. Yeah, this was really, kids, yeah. It was obviously a painting that the kid was afraid of. Mm-hmm. And it, they, they took it and they peeled it off. And I thought it was like a great scene when he walked by and the person's not in the painting anymore. And he's like, oh, you think okay. like, oh shit, like where is it? And yeah. He turns around, it's behind him. And it looks just as if it was peeled right out of the painting. Right, and right. It was creepy enough that I thought it, it worked. Yeah, I thought it was
2: good. We all just said the same exact thing, but it sounded like we were arguing with each other, but we weren't. So we were all agreeing with each other there. Yeah, from from, from the painting. Oh, I didn't like it. I'm not agreeing. Oh, you with didn't you. like it. Oh, I I liked it because I knew I I, or at least I thought it was from a painting, and I thought it was kind of cool, particularly yeah. creepy. And then I think it was that thing that was like eating a kid's face at some point, right? Yeah, towards and the that end. Could so- somehow survived that ordeal. Um, but yeah, that one was I just, cool. I, again, the the only issue I had with these monsters was the zombies and not the fact that the zombies were in the movie I understand why they're in the movie I just didn't find them particularly scary and when I saw them I'm like eh, I don't know maybe I've watched too much Walking Dead in my time but I just didn't find those particularly We've all watched scary whatsoever walking dead in
1: our time. Well, no. everyone
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so the one that stands out for me of all of them was the library like that's the one that terrified me because it starts with him sitting at the table and if you look at the back right yeah the fatter kid No. No, it's... it's You know, it was
1: Richie in the first one. They must have swapped it out with Ben.
0: Mm, Yeah, it's Ben. So Ben's in the library. He's looking up some stuff. And it starts with, like, the librarian in the background staring at him. Like, it's it's so far away that if you're not really paying attention, you could actually miss it. And she's just standing there staring at him. And then he goes on this trail after these Easter eggs, which is another callback to the book. Where they talk about this big explosion during an easter egg hunt and all these kids died during it right and then you see the kid come down the stairs and he's actually reading an article about it um you see the the body start to walk down the staircase and then there's no head and -hmm. it's chasing him through the thing oh that's kind of that's kind of creepy so for me that's the one that always stands out for this
1: but again when you get one of those scenes when you get one of those scenes where like it's in the background and mm-hmm. it's not meant to be like a forefront scare yeah but it's like just just placed back there but it but like most people don't catch it but if you do catch it it's just extra terrifying and i yeah. love like little things like that yeah it's always it's always um and sometimes you need a
0: second watching just to see it you know i always go back to the haunting of hill house you go back and you rewatch the haunting of hill house You're going to find those things all over the place because there's ghosts hidden in a different place. And you're like,
2: oh, my God. This is one of those movies where you really should go back and and watch it to see what's in the background. There's a bunch of instances where Pennywise himself is in the background, worked into like a painting or worked into the clouds or whatever. So you can catch like a bunch of images of his face just in the background. Yeah. Uh, So like for me, that's the one that stands out. But again,
0: all of these scenes for the most part are really, really well done. They're all scary. They really know how to um, enhance every scene with these kids and make it pretty terrifying. Uh, last thing about the difference between the book and the movie is I do like that they updated the setting to the eighties cause the book is set in like the fifties. You had to kind of do that so that you, when you went to the adults, you could make it more modern with the 29 year time skip or whatever. 27, uh, 27. I, I don't know why I keep going to 29, <laughs> but, uh it's it's real it's really well done There, updating
1: that to the 80s they didn't have to and I think the reason that they did it was because of the success of Stranger Things and how the 80s was kind of like the in thing to do Mm -hmm. and everybody's into the 80s and that was kind of like the thing so I think that's why they did it not so much because like it doesn't matter they didn't have to have like well we needed to be you know present times when we do the adults they didn't have to do that they
2: don't they they don't have to do it Budget wise, it does make it easier. You don't have to go back and yep. line the, all of the streets with cars that are, you know, twenty years old or whatever. You could just do modern day cars. So there's little little things like that that actually
1: save you a ton of money. Yeah. yeah, but this the, with the budget this movie had, they didn't. That wasn't a concern, I'm sure. Makes yeah, it sure actually, you know, I think they wanted want the to money. capitalize. Yeah. I think they wanted to capitalize on the the '80s craze. I think it's that. I think you also
0: I think you also want it to be relatable. So you want to relate to the people that are nostalgic for this book that grew up in the 80s. So you're seeing things from the 80s. New Kids on the Block bring, comes up like it's like, oh, yeah, I remember New Kids on the Block, like listening to that um, little stuff like that. And then when it becomes modern, everybody's going to relate to modern times because we're all living in it right now. So I think that's kind of why they did it. And I'm fine with it. Like, I, I don't it doesn't bother me because the essence of the movie and the book was still there. They didn't really have to uh, go too far because it, it just like a lot of the same things were happening. You still have kids that are playing outside, going in sewers, building little huts that they used to do in the '80s. If they try to do this movie in 30 years, who knows? I don't know what kids do nowadays. Like, are they doing this outside playing and stuff like that as much as they as much as we were growing up? You know, no, I think that goddamn
1: telling, telling your kids to go outside and play is like child abuse now. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So maybe they can't update it quite the same, but they can find a way. Is yeah. there anything, any scenes we want to hit on particularly in this that you guys. Um,
2: that I you thought guys the um, the bathroom blood scene was pretty cool because in oh, this is something yeah. that comes up in a lot of movies where. The sink starts pouring out blood. The bathtub starts filling up with blood, whatever this happens all the time in horror movies. What doesn't happen all the time in horror movies is they have to clean up the mess. And this turned into a no pun intended, a blood bath. There was just blood all over the bathroom. And eventually she just calls the guys over and she's like, I need help cleaning this up. And they come over and they're like, holy shit, what happened? You know, they obviously know what's going on here. It's Pennywise. And they all just team up and and
1: clean up this massive mess. And it takes them all day. And that's just something that you never really see in other horror movies. This is one scene that I thought I actually liked a little better in the uh, 1990 movie. And I I just, there's like small details that I liked that they put in the 1990 movie that they didn't really have in this one. Like when the blood came out and it got all over the bathroom and then the dad walked in and didn't see the blood, that was the same, but he kind of, you know, in the, in the first movie he walked over and he put his hands on his sink and he got his like blood all over his hands and didn't notice it. And then he, he walked back out and she cleaned it all herself, and then it was all spotless. And then she sat down and was like, oh, I did it, and then it coughed up all the blood again. And she was just <laughs> so defeated. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I was he's like, You felt it, and uh, it was a little bit different in the in this movie, which it wasn't bad in this movie, but I just like the way they did it in the original. Yeah,
0: anyway. it was a both movies did this scene real. I like the way both movies did it for sure. It's uh, it's it did what it needed to do, and the fact that only the kids could see it is a nice touch for that scene yep um i want to bring up a scene that has nothing to do with pennywise it actually has to do with the bullies and i know you said you didn't like the bullies jesse and i totally understand that because they didn't flesh out two of them so well like they only fleshed out the main one in the books you actually get a lot more backstory on the other two okay, yeah, i think in the even first a...
1: movie you get a little bit more yeah i think
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And basically the one scene that I found really brutal and like really well done is when they catch Ben before he meets all the other people. And and like they're chasing him down and they catch him out by the water there and he's holding him and he pulls out his knife and he's going to carve like initials. His name he's going to
1: carve his whole name. (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> and, and even his friends were like bro like this is like you're going too far on this one and but they're so scared of him that they're still doing it um that scene was pretty haunting to me uh and it didn't even require pennywise yeah true
1: well because pennywise is the antagonist but there's like a dual antagonist too you know henry's also he's the other you have the bullies you have the
2: abusive dads there's a lot of evil going on in this movie
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and
0: well done on all parts for that particular scene i would say uh, yeah is there is there any other scenes we want to hit on on this or
1: do we want to get into our Well, there's the final scene and i think that this movie above maybe not above but like aside from most movies and i think every movie has like a point to it mm-hmm. or like an overall like idea and I think this one is obvious. Like, I'm gonna say it, it's obvious. Everyone's gonna be like, yeah, no shit, Dave. But it's like, fear is the real antagonist in this, right? Pennywise is just like- a Yeah, no shit, Dave. For that fear, I know. I already said it, You didn't need you to say it. It's a hot take. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was really well done. I mean, it was. this is something that was well done in the book in the first movie and in this movie. And I liked how it was outlined in this movie a little bit better than in the original. So you kept getting things that reminded you that this was the main overall reason and that fear was the driving force of Pennywise and that not feeding into the fear was what would beat him and overall courage was what uh, he couldn't handle. So one particular scene that I thought that was a really good like little, ooh, that's the point. Like that's the whole point was towards the end when they had that little sheep killing bolt gun that mm-hmm. mike had and he uh he popped Is when billy popped his fake brother in the head with it right he's like he's like i miss you georgie but you're not georgie and then just popped him right that was a pretty shocking scene and then he morphed into pennywise and pennywise stood up and he pointed the gun back at pennywise and mike goes billy it's not loaded and he just clicked it anyways and it goes click and nothing happens but it still blew a hole in pennywise's head mm-hmm. because it wasn't the actual physical you know action of the gun that hurt him, it was the fact that he was courageous that bursted a hole in his head. And I thought that particular scene was a really good way to show that. And I thought it was really well done.
2: See that, Rob? You don't have to get your license to carry. You can just shoot Dave with courage bullets. That's, that's right. That's what I'm going to do. Take him right out. That's what I do.
0: That's what I do every Tuesday when I threaten his life and know that he might show up one night just to uh, just to counter that and take me out.
1: Mm-hmm. I might do
0: okay. it yeah
2: sure uh that's a good point and i I caught that earlier watching it and i was like why did it still put a little black hole in his head when it clearly wasn't loaded and that's a good point because i was like that's kind of weird but whatever and um i didn't even think of that so that's a good point good point there dave uh i didn't have too many problems with the endings uh this was one of the few horror movies that had a chaotic ending that kind of worked and typically i don't like movies where a bunch of kids gang up and, and beat up a murderer or something, but that wasn't really what had to happen in this movie. Like Dave said, it was over, but it was about not being afraid of this horrifying figure anymore, and that's how you were going to defeat him. And then, it so wasn't the ending. It was close enough to the ending. No, it's halfway. Well, the end of the fucking movie that we're reviewing. <laughs> you dickhead. Anyways, uh... <laughs> so, um, for if now... If you're reviewing
1: The Fellowship of the Ring, and you're like, wow, this story just ended... If we were reviewing... Like, oh, listen, dude, it didn't end... If we were reviewing part one, we would recap how the way
2: part one ended. Kind of. I kind of agree with Jesse on this. Yeah. Well, Fellowship of the Ring is is a good example for Dave's argument because it just kind of fucking ends. This movie doesn't kind of fucking end. It ends like it's the end of the actual story, right? And then we know that obviously everyone knows it's going to be a part two. But this movie wraps up like the actual end of a movie. Fellowship of the Ring just stops. You're like, oh, oh, I guess we'll see in the next one.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, this one had a nice little ending, and with the kids all saying goodbye to each other, and you know, The Return of the King had like fifteen endings. It just kept yeah. on. It made up, made up for the ones that <laughs> made up the
1: other two that didn't. You just kept end. getting up in the theater. And you're like, guess <laughs> oh, guess I'm so oh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. The, King, the yeah. first ending of The Return of the King was like an hour and a half before <laughs> the movie ended. And you're just like, oh,
0: gotta sit back down for this a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's the only one that I haven't gone back and watched. And by the way, I love all of but I always I mean, watch the be- first two. The first half of Return of the King is fine, but man, that movie just needs to end. Anyways, yeah. we're not still it still hasn't, it's
2: still
0: going. It's <laughs> still, still so. happening. Legend has it. <laughs> um, real quick, just the other scene where where Bill goes down into the basement and sees his brother was also terrifying. Yeah. Right. Yep, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that, like, I just want to bring up that. That was another one that was pretty scary.
2: All right. Let's uh, let's. Hit oh, the spark. other thing before we before we get to the very end, when, um, when Beverly goes down and she um, she first wakes up inside like his lair, mm-hmm. and he does the little performance where he's like doing his little dance on stage. The camera work on this is amazing because if you notice, it his head stays completely centered and doesn't move, and this is a really cool trick. I actually spend a lot of time on adobe premiere youtube tutorial trying to figure out how to do it then i'm like why am i doing this i'm never gonna use this but <laughs> it the camera stays completely still on his face i mean while he's going back and forth and doing this crazy dance it's really shaky go back and watch it it's super cool camera work because the only thing that's not moving is his face in the middle of the camera and it's actually really really cool effect that they use very difficult
1: to do if you uh, don't know what you're doing but uh, i think it's called gyroscope something like that right yeah um would you mind getting up
0: and showing us a reenactment of the dance, Jesse? I can't Without do that.
1: Dislocating your shoulders. Oh, that's right. a good point. Yeah. That you, would, guys that would...
2: you guys don't pay me enough and I don't have health insurance for the hometown pro <laughs> <show> stories, <laughs> health department.
0: Not yet. We're working on it. We're working on getting there.
2: Thanks. A couple more questions. I, I, just, my shoulders.
0: I just did another stunt for uh, one of my football videos where I threw myself off my chair and I'm like, I saw that. I'm going to, I'm gonna get really hurt one day because I am too <laughs> old to be doing
1: this. You are incredibly old. <laughs>
0: I'm so old. That's so uh, why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, let's get to some scores on this movie. Do you wanna start it? Do you guys want me to start? I'll start it, I usually don't start it. I'm gonna give it a 4.3. I really like the movie. Um, I think it could be a little shorter. This has been a, like a big sticking point for me all year. I don't know. I just like there's nothing too terrible that what I would cut out, but I thought they could cut it a little bit here and there. Uh, I thought they could have made it a little scarier, I guess. So 4.3, there was some room for growth there, but it's still a really, really good movie.
2: For me, it's a 4.7. Uh, it's really solid. I liked a lot of the imagery. I thought the acting was really well. It was shot really well. Uh, a couple holes in the story but i mean I, it, it's nothing that it's such a unique story that uh-huh. it's hard to really poke holes in the whole over that's why i didn't during the review so uh, i'm fine with almost everything about this movie uh i think i agree with you a little bit it could have been a little bit shorter but overall
1: it was a really really strong word for me it's a four eight for me and um yeah i, I can't really think of any I don't know if I agree that it could have been scarier. I mean, I guess, I mean, anything could be scarier. Like, it could be scarier, but should it have been scarier? Did it need to be scarier? Maybe. Yes. I don't know. Um, well, what what do you think it was missing? Like, what, I mean, I thought, like, um, for me, I thought, like, some of the, the scary scenes were scary, you know? And then there was, like, some in between that wasn't scary, but... I think they could have drawn out some of the scary scenes a little bit longer and done less of, like, bike
2: riding around town. So what they could have done with some of these scary scenes is... For me, Pennywise showed up too soon in like every single one of these scare scenes. It's just like, oh, it's a scary moment. Hey, there's Pennywise. Oh, run. Door slams. Oh, you just barely got away. It was almost like the same thing over and over again. To make it a little bit scary, they could have drawn it out a little bit more for some of them, for, for just those really tense moments. It was just, for, for me, it just felt like he showed up too soon, too fast in, in a lot of these scenes.
1: I think that they did it well, because this is a movie that very much could have been a situation where we're all sitting here like, too much monster right? No one said that this entire review. Mm -hmm. And we got Pennywise in our face for like 60 out of the 120 minutes that this movie was, you know, and nobody said anything about too much monster. So it was shoved in our face. And I think it was done really well. So if you're asking for more of that, I think you're towing the line of possibly too much monster. See, Um, I disagree with that. Because when
0: we say too much monster, it's because the more of that monster that you see, the less scary that monster gets. Right. Pennywise is consistently always scary for multiple different reasons, in my opinion. Maybe not for everybody, but whether he's preying on fears of the kids and showing them those things or just being a terrifying clown, he's just always consistently terrifying where like if you see a gigantic monster consistently, you're like, eh, yeah, well, now I've seen it a
2: lot. I know what it's going to do. Yeah, no, no it's just a Godzilla movie. It's
0: one-dimensional.
2: Right. That also wasn't what I was saying, Dave. What I was saying was the scenes leading up to Pennywise being in a scary part, they could have led up to that a little bit more. Maybe they... they are searching through a cave longer. Maybe they go in the sewer and he doesn't show up four seconds after they get into the sewer. Like, they should have, like, it should have been some tense moments, in my opinion, of the, yeah. just them traveling around. That. Like, where could he be? They follow a laughing clown sound, something. They see a balloon instead of him right away. It's just he popped up too fast, too quick. But still scary, still really good movie, still a really high score for me. That was just not bad. enough suspense, is what you're, what you Yeah. Saying. Maybe they suspense. could have
0: subverted some expectations where some of them weren't anything to do with Pennywise. It was just, some random event that was happening right and mm. you're building suspense and you're like when is Pennywise going to show up because you knew he was showing up pretty much every time mm-hmm. I mean, these are a little nitpicky things we all gave this a really high score it's just you know we couldn't give it I don't think any of us could give it a perfect five for different small little different reasons but it's like a must watch movie of the last five ten years that you need to see
1: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely Great. it's a must see yeah Um, So that is going to do it for us
2: on this. Do you guys have any closing thoughts? Uh, Make sure you swing it over to Apple podcast. Give us a review Um, for there, show us some love. And if you want to also uh, think about joining us on Patreon for as little as $3 a month, you can join the very elite and uh, gorgeous group of people that we have. They are very special, and let me read them out. So for our our VIPs, we have Genie R, Justin T, Lisa J, Mallory K, Mike B, Mom and Pops W, Stephen V, and Demon King. VIPs, we thank you so much. Absolute legends, and, uh, and thank you so much. And then for other patrons, we have Anna C, Jake V, Rachel B, Stephanie A, Sydney B, Anthony Angry Dave Rocks T, Brandon W, Captain McSlugs, Cody G, Lee J, Mark M, Matthew T, Mariah M, Papa Squatch, Sarah Dave Loves Bacon R, Sarah W, Solar Flare, Soph, and Hooper. Thank you guys so much. Again, name in the credits, early access, bonus content. Think about joining. Please do. Patreon.com slash hometown ghost stories. Go check us out.
0: And make sure you join our Discord. I just want to give a special shout out to Stephanie A, and I'm going to give her another shout out on the main show on Tuesday, but she made some hometown ghost story bingo cards that are absolutely phenomenal so that you can play along to hometown ghost stories. Bingo, we always make the joke. Well, now there's actually bingo cards to play along with during the live shows.
1: So shout out to her. And you can find those all on Discord if you go over there. They are I was dying laughing watching those. They're so good. Yeah, she, caught, she, she added so many things in there that I was like, I forgot about that. Was like, yeah. What a perfect like. <laughs> Yeah, so good.
0: We, we have some really, really good fans and we appreciate all of you for uh, checking out and contributing as well, right? Like, again, like I hate saying this word because it became like a like a buzzword for like the for the crypto and NFT community, like building a community. But we really are building a great little community where people are contributing and
2: adding things to the show. And it, it helps out tremendously awesome if you ever mention nfts and crypto on this site again you'll be fired you will be released yes uh, check out our
1: website uh hometownghoststories.com. we have a new website up and running thanks to uh my lovely wife kate wilkins who put that together for us yes and, uh, check that out it's
2: cool
0: all right so until next time stay spooky and we will catch you later peace